0: the prisoner
1: podcast hi folks it's imprisoned in prison the uh prisoner podcast Uh, other other i got it wrong Uh, other uh yeah prisoner. i don't know what a prisoner is that would be weird you could well, uh, you could do that a prisoner a prisoner of zelda zenda
2: mm. Zerda, something like that i don't zyrtec. know i'm a prisoner of zyrtec this is matt this is, m- this is mark talking over everybody malik
1: yeah there we go I, I that's one thing i remembered this is this only the second episode we recorded and there was like a month in between. So we forgot what we're doing here which is well you know
2: maybe these will air in different order than we Ooh. produce them
1: oh yeah i should do that shouldn't i um yeah. so i'm we're going by my a discs here which seems like the sensible thing to do and well and what it
2: is is this is this is production order so far but also it is uh known as the six of oh it's the six of one order Endorsed by six of one, the Prisoner Appreciation Society. It's,
1: it's, it's the it's same the as your DVDs. Okay, they appreciate the DVDs. This is free for or the all. The
2: DVDs appreciate them.
1: It says on the back of the box here that um, the second episode to be filmed, entitled episode two on the location shooting schedule, which I don't know, that seems kind of like a red flag there. <laughs> hmm. If they called it episode two, then it seems safe to do this as episode two. It's just a free-for-all with the order of these episodes
2: well on the uh wikipedia page there are something like six different orders this right. is only second in uh the production order and the six of one order okay in maybe we'll order. find some uh, maybe we'll find some discrepancies later but i think most of the other orders headed it's either four or five
1: Hopefully, in a few episodes
2: we're like screaming at each other, arguing about which one's the next one. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, what's inevitably going to be hap- going to happen is we're going to sit down to record an episode, and you'll have watched one episode, and I've watched a different one, and then then we can't do anything. Oh yeah, the, or, 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 or we could scream at each other and just just like know. an
1: episode of The Prisoner. <laughs> God, get out of this podcast! <laughs> um, You're free. Get out. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess your your job is the trivia for this. Do you want to do that?
2: I think I can. The, <laughs> I'll skip the beginning of my trivia where it says the thing about the production order. Okay. Uh, this is the first <laughs> of five episodes directed by Patrick McGoo and himself. Uh, but the first of only two, which he directed and wrote single-handedly. So he both directed and wrote this. What Errol was his Courtney, other hand doing? Uh, screaming. Uh, eric portman plays the new number two he was a british actor mostly mostly acted in thrillers and dramas and he was so well known for his skillful portrayal of nazi officers that many people just believed he was german this was his fourth from vinyl acting credit as he passed away in 1969 rachel herbert plays the maid aka number 58 aka the new new number two at the end of the episode, she's a British actress mostly seen in television, particularly murder mystery. You might think she's speaking a language that's real, but you would be wrong it is a fake nonsense language. Is that offensive? Uh it... oh, sorry, nonsense language?
1: Yeah.
2: I mean it's not real.
1: Yeah. Okay. If I
2: said German is a fake nonsense language, that would be extremely <laughs> offensive. But no, she is not the uh she's not the German. Today, uh, Kenneth Benda plays the supervisor. He was most well-known for starring in Scream and Scream Again and The Adventure of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother. The character will be back, but played by a different actor. Just so he's like here for the screaming character. He's he's here for a good time, not for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) John Cazabon plays the man in the cave. He mostly took on British television roles, and he's only one of today's guest stars who will appear in a future Prisoner episode, but he appears as a different character. Okay, sure. Why not? just make, yeah let's make just we're just gonna and, throw everything out. <laughs> i'm just uh everything is just so even the casting is insane in this series
1: <laughs> then you just you keep pausing and i'm like oh does that mean he's
2: finished and then you got another actor <laughs> it's dramatic effect hmm. maybe
1: maybe you need to have a signaling sound for when you're finished with the trivia like huzzah end of trivia Okay, here's a plot.
2: Trivia at end.
1: Okay, here's a plot. I think it's clear when my plot's finished. It's election time in the village, and number six is coerced into running for number two. If he lands the job, he will be allowed to learn about number one. But it probably goes without saying that his platform is to let everyone leave the village. Unlike many politicians, six stays true to his word and tries to leave in the middle of the campaign. The rover makes sure he does not. Placed under psychoactive drugs, Six continues his campaign and actually wins. He begins to give the proclamation for everyone to leave, but the slapping hand of number Six's maid suggests otherwise. It seems she is actually the one predestined for that number two chair. Lucky if she manages that for another episode, and especially lucky if it's more. It's not a good chair.
2: Plot end.
1: That's, oh, yes, yes. Plot end. Okay.
2: <laughs> you never really know who's going to be number two.
1: Right, right. So uh, I did notice in the intro, I, we can't talk about the intro forever, but um, his car has a license plate that says car, K-A-R. I thought that was fun.
2: <laughs> Isn't that the enemy car in Night Rider?
1: The enemy car? Oh, geez. I yeah, forgot. the
2: evil kit. There's an evil kid. it's just named His name is car. It's like K-A-R. Or maybe uh, K A R
1: R. Kit's only like, you know, one one binary decision away from being evil anyway.
2: Yeah, I think that's the whole thing. It's but 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 carr, you know he's evil because he has an evil voice.
1: Oh, okay. Not a chill voice like Kit.
2: Yeah, it's a different guy who's voicing the same probably the same car. Right. Or the okay. stunt, whatever second stunt car. Mm. What do you what do you call it? Second, second car? What do you I call stand in car? I know
1: there's a hero prop. Mm, That's the best prop with prop. all the detail. Yeah. Um, so I assume this is pretty much how le- elections actually run. What we're seeing in this episode seems accurate. Yes, it's
2: very timely. I'm surprised <laughs> that nobody stormed the Capitol while he was after <laughs> he was elected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, um,
1: they don't really have a, a capital, I guess. But um,
2: well, it's like City Hall. I think it has a bunch of planetarium stuff in it. Right. That's where they uh they do the thing to him in there. That's where they brainwash him. That's what you do at City Hall. Right. Um just a a
1: few thoughts I had on this one though. Um where were you? Oh yeah, it's you Hmm? know, every election is just a student council election in the end, I guess. That's kind of what we're
2: going for here. (laughs) I think it's one of those things where there's a lot of truth to this, but it's that kind of truth where you can't take it too far or then you find yourself just uh not voting that's that's kind of what i do
1: i haven't i now, uh, part, if i could just like drive down to the local elementary school and vote i probably would but i live in japan and that involves like me sending stuff to america and then them sending something back and then me sending that back and it's just like it can't be bothered do you have to send all your chads yeah probably <laughs> and um that that plus the apathy of the voting System uh, is why I haven't bothered voting for ten years. But just, just I'm adding the rider that if it were e- easy enough for me to just hop in the car, drive a few minutes, and vote, then I would. But mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it's it's really difficult because you can't argue that voting doesn't change anything, but you could also argue that not voting doesn't change anything so you might as well just do the thing that oh god i don't i don't know i don't i didn't want to disappear down this horrific wormhole this quickly but i guess you have to talk about it because that's the the human experience that this episode brings to the table is like the the bullshit of the electoral system (laughs) (laughs) right here it is
1: well especially you know modern well, geez, modern everyone politics. Uh, you know, it's like here are two reprehensible people. Choose, choose which one you support. It's like, why?
2: <laughs> yeah, if if someone you like might be running in whatever party it is, then they will probably be like destroyed by the establishment candidate who won't actually make any friends on the other side. Yeah, and then you I mean, just have to swallow your, all your bile and just vote for old grandpa whoever i mean that that could be anybody really we haven't had a candidate who was born after 1946 except for one time <laughs> grandpa farter is your new god it's it is 2022 and we haven't had a single president who's born after 1967.
1: yeah okay that's that's a good point so um mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't know the one do, do people yeah i don't get it but i do like how this one makes it clear that the uh the candidates are just you have to be supported by the village in order to be the candidate so um why why are we why are we supporting number six then that's like uh
2: it seems like you have to be brainwashed so that you have like a parade ready for all the candidates but then you have to become brainwashed in order to run for for office so then the brainwashed people support you but then you become non-brainwashed but then someone who pretended to be sort of brainwashed has to trick you there's a lot of there is a lot of stuff going on here besides the electoral thing
1: yeah yeah this is definitely where we get into the um the 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 mind freakery of it all i guess because the the you know the arrival arrival is just kind of a as we said like an orientation right so it it
2: does feel like they know, they're know they hyper aware of, uh, or I guess Patrick McGowan was hyper aware that he can't just scream at people that he wants to leave and then just try to leave over and over. Like they have to do more than that. Well, they, they still get a, a little segment in the middle for that just to break things mm-hmm. up a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like the Knight Rider scene where Kit does a car chase. He just is every episode going to have an escape scene. I can't remember. I, I feel like that's possible. I feel yeah. like that's distinctly possible. Because last time it was a helicopter, this time it was a boat.
1: Right. So, what do you think you'll be next time?
2: Submarine? Jetpack? Jetpack. I like my answer better.
1: I, like my answer better.
2: I want him to ride, I want him to, like, put a saddle on a rover and try to ride it out. <laughs>
1: but, um, yeah, you know, it's like, who does number two work for? Right. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: the people are like, number two, number two, number two. <laughs> and you notice later they don't say number six number six number six they say six 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 i definitely noticed that (laughs) i
1: definitely noticed that so and i went yeah that stood out because i mean i think that already meant something in the late 60s (laughs) i'm
2: pretty sure that uh yes i'm pretty sure they knew what they were doing
1: now once he is you know and is brainwashed Capacity well for or at least pretending to be it, um he goes from screamy voice to you're like, oh, Pat has a pretty silky, smooth voice when he wants to, well, that's true, he's not screaming at all, yeah he's not, not trying to startle anyone <laughs> he he sounds he sounds um
2: slick you know, it lasts is our feels right. like it it feels like it lasts a very short time,
1: well because yeah, he needs to get down to business right, so
2: i i i feel like i'm not entirely sure but i feel like at one point when he's talking to the maid who doesn't speak english at one point he just goes ah! <laughs> i wrote
1: i wrote Lizy tona i guess that's one of the things she's saying lazy tona yeah,
2: yeah i think they they did do some like i, I didn't take a whole bunch of notes about the, the nonsense words but there's definitely some uh weird echo stuff going on yeah, you know, that's how you get somebody to trust you—is to go. Well, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> now,
1: um, I did find it funny you mentioned the escape sequence. Um, that's when the bongos kick in. I, I, I think that was the only other than the opening theme. I think that's the only time the bongos kicked in on the soundtrack. And for some yeah, reason, man. I thought that was funny. <laughs> time to go,
2: man. <laughs> time you to know, go.
1: The prisoners like watching James Bond
2: continually getting kicked in the junk. I guess.
1: <laughs> I
2: mean to be honest that is a large part of james bond's whole thing yeah literally that one movie (laughs) i mean is is there a james bond movie where he sort of like gets one over on everyone the entire time i feel like he gets like knocked down a whole bunch and then he gets up again like that chumba wumba song yeah then you're never gonna knock him down
1: (laughs) (laughs) well right but we're gonna knock number six down so
2: Yeah, that has to that has to happen. He can't just he can't just do. He's sort of allowed to do whatever he wants, but they can't have him do whatever he wants. So they have to just keep doing things like putting him in a tunnel and making him talk nice. Basically,
1: he's like he's putting out that I'm running as like a um, as a malcontent. Right. So they send him to the weird cave with the weird dude in it
2: um he's told that he uh he doesn't take sugar with his tea because he's afraid of death that's like pretty scary brainwashing
1: (laughs) i mostly gave up sugary drinks on my own volition six years ago so well
2: that you're scared of death and therefore you're now under my control no i was just scared of having like five extra kilograms (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I am kind of scared that I'll never be able to wear the box of medium shirts that I have under my bed that have been sitting there for (laughs) sitting there long enough that I'm going to need to wash all of them before I can wear them again.
1: Ah, okay. Um, And then when he's in the cave, he's going to take the truth test, which I was like, is that like the purity tests we all used to do in university?
2: (laughs) Yeah, they were like, never did I ever touch someone's butt? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that's a purity test. It seemed like he was just—he was just being asked why he's running for office, and and he, everyone should know why he's running for office, <laughs> and, and uh then they break his brain because they know because they tell him what he's doing.
1: Oh man, that's is it. man is at his most truthful when he's too high to talk, right?
2: That's <laughs> true. Yeah, they probably just gave him a an
1: edible in his tea Um, i mean you know it's kind of like a kind of a sister show to the to the manchurian candidate especially for this episode um Mm -hmm. although he's not supposed to kill the candidate he's supposed well he's killing himself we'll see
2: we'll see dear listener maybe he will kill someone
1: Mm, okay time will tell but i'm talking about the men a candidate like oh, you know, yeah. programmed assassination i don't think that happens
2: <laughs> no i think that i think mk ultra was trying to do that and then all they managed to do was make people like lose their minds and go insane mm-hmm. right Oh, the,
1: the other thing i wondered when they're ha- when they're chanting with the sixes is it, maybe it kind of sounds sexy it's like sex because that's that's what i have a bunch of students have, always giggle at the number six because they think it sounds the same
2: (laughs) (laughs) remember when i was in japan and we went to the we were on the subway and it went to the station that was called zushi and i kind of laughed at it and you said (laughs) yeah it's not like that much like sushi and i was like oh yeah you're right
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and where is zushi oh that must that must be north of tokyo Yeah. yeah okay um oh no what, what what else did you notice here
2: rover had lsd
1: well, at the center that was pretty cool
2: he gets kind of sexy after he gets brainwashed he wants more he wants everyone to have more leisure time right right that's where what was it pleasure is our right which I and then then he screams a- at a cocktail waitress <laughs> <laughs> well the bar didn't have alcohol right yeah that would make me scream exactly i think he's but justified the- in screaming the bar is called the cat and mouse if you notice that uh yeah i put in my notes i don't even remember what my mindset was but i put in my notes sometimes i'm scared of patrick mcgoon because i'm afraid he'll yell at me from beyond the grave (laughs) yeah i i wrote in
1: my own notes vote for me and you won't have to commit suicide i'll kill you myself
2: What a platform I'd, I'd love. You know, they really could have done just a bunch of more series of just this island with other types of people on it, trapped on it.
1: Well, yeah, I guess that's, that's like I said before, that's kind of a fantasy island thing, right? So mm-hmm. that's true. But well, the thing is, I, I guess the idea here is we're looking at this guy's psyche and, you know, a way that even TV shows now don't really get into so
2: yeah yeah fantasy island is supposed to be like magical right don't they just sort of grant wishes and this is this show is insane but it's grounded in like actual science of a sort i mean there's nothing nothing happens nobody's ever like flies or does like magic or witchcraft
1: and i mean you know (laughs) there it's not like the british and american governments weren't doing all sorts of you know like uh mind-bending experiments
2: yeah this was probably right around the time oh this was right around the time that uh the cia was just dosing people left and right mm-hmm. i mean isn't that what led to the electric kool-aid acid test yeah <laughs> it was just cia acid <laughs> all so right
1: I, yeah i am wondering what kind of knowledge bank uh muguin was in right because he'd been at the bbc for what five years it's like that time when um mm-hmm. The Sex Pistols were screaming about Jimmy Savile and live television in the
2: late seventies. It's like
1: everyone knew.
2: <laughs> well, you know, he did. He did sort of. He claimed to base the series on that he talked to someone from Parliament, and they said they quote take care of people when they retire from uh from like British intelligence. They yeah. put him up in a nice house and whatever. And like this kind of feels like you know he sort of does have everything he needs and wants. He just doesn't want to be there, and is is mad. Mm right because i mean yeah it's because it's not real
1: mm-hmm. now, the election had a lot of hand-holding it made me think of that simpsons with uh dolan clinton are walking around just holding hands everywhere because they're, <laughs> <'cause> they're aliens <laughs> yeah
2: yeah it was uh it, it's it's a bizarre um it's a bizarre uh what do you call it ritual ritual the whole thing it's 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 also really interesting that we're just getting this out of the way immediately after someone is... I mean, if this is the actual episode two, <laughs> they were immediately going from this guy is imprisoned prison on an island to democratic election. <laughs> you know, it's just going straight into like, no, it's normal. <laughs> so oh, here's yeah. an election, it's normal.
1: Well, so who elected the new number two then?
2: I think... Um, she nobody, yeah probably <laughs> pretty sure nobody
1: that, that's kind of what i'm i'm getting at i have heard i heard someone you know like not someone who wasn't like really running for office but they were right they put their name in the ring and just like oh if i'm elected president my first executive order will be to dissolve the presidency which is kind of what number six is after here he's kind of an anarchist right
2: like vermin supreme he's like the vermin supreme of this island i mean what would you what would be your first
1: executive order upon becoming president
2: um i would be like look if you're a state you can leave if you want I'd be like hawaii you can go if you don't, you don't need to be texas you can go you know like the, i would be, that would i guess that is like the i guess that's more than the dissolution of the presidency that's just the dissolution of the whole country right right <laughs> it's just like that uh, i'm so sick of hearing about states rights like if you guys don't like it you can go but if you stay you have to uh abortion languish, be legal languish
1: under my iron fist <laughs> yeah yeah you can go if you want but if you stay it's gonna be <laughs> rough it's gonna be intense folks uh. <laughs>
2: you'll become larger states i don't know i don't know oklahoma and and, uh montana are the same thing now they're all the square states that's just midwest just one state now the remaining states will invade
1: the ones that left to take them back that happened that was civil war
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so no, you're just starting in a, a, a real new civil war, right? <laughs> no, my real answer is I would put like 35 Supreme Court justices.
1: In. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you have to do is, um, because it can only be nine, right? So, you yeah, you, because
2: the stitch in time saved nine. That's so why.
1: You, so you use the CIA to just keep assassinating Supreme Court justices, so you can just keep putting new people in.
2: I'm just gonna say nothing will save nine. That'll be my slogan it'll be everywhere <laughs> nothing so by the end of your term there's been 35 you know justices <laughs> you will pass yeah you will pass my new new deal or you will have 35 supreme court justices and then and the new new deal will have 34 supreme court justices
1: so maybe that's what this episode's lacking in more absurd platforms Um, I think
2: this island definitely needs more than one branch of government. (laughs) (laughs) They have a
1: numbering system. You don't need another branch with that. Yeah, I guess
2: you have the checks and balances of number one and number two and whoever else is number two.
1: Every man gets a number. Three branches, yeah. (laughs) And women, too. Let's not leave them out. Yep. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just making sure he's using the phrase correctly there. Um, where were we? Number two, blah, blah. We
2: want number two. We want number two. That's another thing people chanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he now, gets slapped a lot at the end. It was almost like, am I, what am I watching? Did he, did he really want this in, scene in the show? <laughs> she, she's a slapper. I, I was it. like... I got it mixed up, too, because I, I just watched
1: the new Star Trek where Spock keeps getting slapped. So it all it was like a slap fest of the weekend for me. <laughs> you got to like rewatch all of it with the uh, Benny Hill music. Yeah, I, I did notice um, he does escape the village at the end of the episode. So just just his head, his flying decapitated head. He, he makes it out in the end. Wait, does he? oh it's yeah the, that's right that's right the very last shot of the show
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you know that that's the seeker of the prisoner he does get out but he's a giant floating head like in london between episodes
2: well that's sometimes that that it'd be like that
1: that's my head cannon. that's your head
2: can- <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be cool if there was just no violence, really, no extreme violence in the show. And then at the end, it's just like he just gets decapitated.
1: That actually was no pun intended. I didn't get it till you left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, that was pretty witty.
2: It's too bad I didn't actually think of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did, uh, what did we learn from this episode? What was the point? is that whoever doesn't speak english probably does and they will destroy you
1: the most incoherent people are the ones that end up getting power maybe maybe but but, you know number two obviously is is not like a particularly good position you only last for like an episode and then what happens
2: Oh, I, I was I was gonna say, the number two, the first number two in this episode sounds like Terrence and Phillips from South Park.
0: <laughs> that's hey,
2: something buddy. I forgot. Why'd you went for yeah. number two? It's like, hey, <laughs> oh, this is it's gonna be fine.
1: That's <laughs> that's hip. Yeah, I like that. But um, what what what's the mind game at play? What what was what was the point? Because they could have just let him in a, in a, sit in his cottage screaming at people. They did, you know. How, how sort does this of, advance the thing?
2: I mean, it's a classic carrot and stick. They were just giving him like a different carrot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Try a different carrot on for size. Yeah, it's or, like,
2: hey, maybe you can, you know, the, the first episode was sort of maybe you can escape. And this was sort of like, maybe you can change the system from the top and not have to do any fundraising or campaigning. And you just automatically could just sort of win this election or not i mean they
1: were going through quite a production because uh if you noticed it like five seconds after he's like okay i'll do it they already have all the posters printed and in the streets
2: yes which that's I thought part was part of why yeah that's that's where one of those things where it it technically is scientifically possible but it is just uh creepy
1: to me yeah exactly i was like that's not like a production flaw no they actually had that ready you know
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah it's not impossible it's not magical it's just creepy
1: yeah so it's like
2: yay you're the you're the
1: one now we're already ready it's like uh you know it's like at that point you can be like oh gee i guess i'm doing what they want which
2: yeah (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah there's the perpetual question of what is the deal with everybody yeah
1: so it's sort of like by that point he's like intentionally stepping into it yeah because because sorry go ahead i mean if he was really hardcore what if he just like opted out at that moment Eh, now i'm gonna go home i guess it just wouldn't have been an episode
2: what if they just (laughs) were like what if they were like hey look outside and then they had the parade with his face on? (laughs) look you're running for office all right
1: maybe well then maybe a later episode they'll take that a little stronger of attack because this one still wants to i guess give the illusion of he's making his own choices
2: wasn't that sort of didn't that sort of remind you of the truman show i guess there's gonna be a lot of that and this i guess more like the truman show reminds reminds us of the prisoner because it seems like if if, if he wasn't this was made first (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) if if it if everything is so scripted, then you know that if he went off script, then people would be like really freaking out about it. (laughs) Okay, you want you want to throw anything else out on this
1: particular episode?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say great episode. I definitely remember this from previous watches. It's a very memorable, uh, iconic episode.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. I I would say it's definitely kind of a a step up. Uh, The 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 pilot one is. A perfectly functional pilot but it's again it's the orientation it's like here's all the stuff we'll be like spending time with but right now it's just there it is let's move along now
2: i mean this is, yeah they're stepping the pace up a lot i mean geez there's casual brainwashing that just lasts for like three minutes <laughs> you know it's like and doesn't really serve a purpose except for just to make him like kind of just throw him off balance which is pretty cool
1: Again, I'm like, how many of our politicians are being thrown off balance by you know people who we don't see so much because they're super rich. <laughs> you mean like Roger Stone? I don't or whoever. Whatever. I'm not, well, no, probably not even people you would know the name of because you get to a certain yeah. amount of like people with true power want, want to be anonymous. We're talking all middlemen here, though. You know, I think people that really wield power wield enough power to make sure they stay under the radar
2: yeah it's really a shame that jeffrey epstein's island looks more like the prisoner than almost anything else we've talked about today (laughs) yeah
1: i guess so uh oh yeah because we had like number two's chair i did notice had the uh the the all-seeing eye in a pyramid and stuff i'm like oh nothing subtle there
2: (laughs) yeah no of course it's uh yeah they're just you know operating in plain sight which is good I mean it's, it's just refreshing I think a less a lesser show would have had him run for office the whole time do his best and then like ah or a lesser show might brainwash him and have him run like a whatever earnest campaign and then he snaps out of it at the end but they just do all of it
1: well yeah I mean basically there is no twist here I guess except that the maid actually speaks English and is the new number two that that's a pretty mad- big twist yeah, okay it is but i mean as far but as it's not an of, important
2: twist because there's still a number two you know it's it's just uh it's just more it's just piling it on you know
1: yeah um so if people are are tra- uh, traveling with us along this line the next episode would be dance of the dead i'm also telling you right. i guess dance of Thanks. the dead yes
2: yeah they they, now though now we're in the uh, territory of iron maiden references (laughs) because you know the beginning of this episode is the the entire thing where they sample it for uh the prisoner the song
1: right right yeah you've you're more of an iron maiden listener than i am although i i had a run-in with their classic albums of course but it's it's been a little while so i don't don't roll onto my car all the time blasting the maiden (laughs) i'm not that there's pretty much do Just, just like you're all maiden all the time.
2: <laughs> Not all the time, but, you know, for a good time. Looking Not for, for a long time.
1: time. If you're looking for a good time, you can find us on Facebook and, and Twitter. Can you? I don't know. It's uh, Imprisoned, Imprisoned <sighs> of a uh, prisoner podcast. Uh, the, I, I can't get over that. I think it's hysterical. Everyone else hates it. <laughs> no, I think the
2: thing that's going to ruin everything is the fact that you spelled it E M P R I S O N. I can't even spell it out. You spelled okay. imprisoned with an E, which is going to completely sink this podcast.
1: <laughs> that was just a test file. That was a test file. I haven't made. Oh, you're noise. gonna
2: actually do make it. I imprisoned with an I. Okay. Well, then never mind. Find a son in prison. <laughs> 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 Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. No, I can't make up. I was going to make up my own language. I'll just have to read that thing I managed to write down again. Where is that? (laughs) Lazituna! Ah!
0: Broke home, the row on the third of degree and back we the- gonna